This is the Beachy Books Podcast. I'm Philip Bell, a published author and a writer. I run a little publishing company called Beachy Books based on the Isle of Wight. And these are my Beachy Rambles. Morning. I've been doing a lot of um, ebook formatting at the moment, the last couple of weeks, quite intensely actually. Um, doing my head in a little bit. I'm uh, publishing on Kindle, so I'm kind of looking into Kindle direct publishing. And I'm really enjoying it. It's fab. It's great. I mean, it's, it is incredible. Incredible democratising system that they have created. Um, I suppose my beef with it is at the moment uh, the actual formatting of the ebook. Now, ebooks effectively are HTML pages. They're, you know, in whatever format they've got to be in, like Kindle's Mobby and there's EPUB and various, you know, obviously there's things like PDF various different formats three books and there always will be and there'll probably be new formats in the future um, but fundamentally underneath it is just a um, a hypertext markup language HTML um, with tags I'm just going to pause a minute to watch a um, what the hell is that that is amazing that is a heron there's a beautiful big grey heron has just lifted off god it's incredible massive great big wings right yeah um, I lost my thread a bit there that's that's typical of my walks out I go out trying to really solve a problem or think about something and then I I go off I go off go off tangent can, obviously that, that kind of thinking can help you come up with different ideas you hadn't really considered but um, yeah so ebooks and Kindle, the formatting, that was it. Yeah, HTML. So, yes, I, I was very familiar with it, to be quite honest, because I'm, I'm a programmer by trade, years ago. So, yeah, very familiar with that. I used to be a web designer, so really haven't got a problem with it. But all I'm saying is I've, I've got that experience and background, and even I found it a bit, not really daunting, but certainly onerous, the task. Yes, they've they've made it easy to upload a Word doc. I don't personally use Word anyway. I've got old versions, but I use OpenOffice. But whatever you use, you can pretty much format an ebook in a word processing package and upload it. And KDP does an amazing job at sorting it all out and just publishing it. And there's a lot of ebooks published like that. 
Um, I'm a sort of a little bit of a stickler for kind of what's underneath the hood because I know, and I certainly, when I um, when you upload it, you can then test it in this Kindle Previewer. You can also test it locally on your machine. You can look at it on the Kindle Viewer on the PC, and obviously you can then load your file onto your Kindle. I haven't actually got a Kindle, um, which might seem a bit mad, but yes, I will get one, but I haven't got one yet. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I can look at it on my iPad and iPhone, so you can you know you can test it on the real devices that are, that are going to consume it. Um, but when you do that, it renders a little bit odd, and there's some funny things you don't quite realise about. And yes, it is possible to do it all within Word and Open Office and various other packages. And perhaps I should just live with it like that. But I, in its, it is just. I guess for my programming thing, I want to know what's going on under the hood, and I have read a lot of blogs and advice about trying to do your ebook from scratch, um, or at least maybe start off in Word or whatever you're going to do it in. It could be on the Mac or whatever, and then clean it all up and put in nice clean tags, and that's what I've done with mine. And it actually didn't take as long as I thought, especially with a nice little editor like Notepad Plus Plus or. There's, I mean, there's, there's loads of stuff. There's loads of stuff you can use. God, I even used Dreamweaver initially because that's what I used to do web design on. I still used to hand code, but I quite like the WYSIWYG environment for kind of speed, although in the end you end up just stripping all the design modes and just going to the code level, if you're a coder, because you, you just feel more comfortable there. So anyway, so I think what my onerous task, it made it onerous, is because it made it feel like coding again. <laughs> instead of creative writing. And I do wonder whether... I mean, I'm surprised at how many people are self-publishing because it is quite a difficult task. But of course they're doing it. But it's all dreadful. Um, obviously, there's some brilliant self-published books um, out there. Brilliant. But they are a bit few and far between because I have had a good old research now and there's some... There are some truly dreadful um, formatting horrors going on there. But I've kind of... I can, so I can understand why. One, because it's quite easy to do it badly. Bang. There you go. The other reason is, obviously, it renders in a completely different way. So one thing I had to get used to again, and it's just like web design, when you're trying to design a website to run, not only in a website, but on a mobile phone, various other browsers, you've just got it renders differently, as in it displays differently. And Christ, there's so many different types of Kindle and ebook formats that, I mean, it will, it takes quite a bit of time to look at your book in all of these different formats. How does the graphic look if you're using images, say? You know, how does tab spacing looking? So you've got to be quite clever. You know, you can't do any hard-coded pixel values. Well, you can. That's the trouble. You can. It lets you. And I, my, my complaint is it would have been nice if they kind of made it a little bit more rigid. Or perhaps when you upload your file, it would be a bit more intelligent, the parser. And it would throw up all these things saying, you do know you've used pixels in, say, your um, paragraph spacing. Which is not good for when you change the size of it. I mean, I guess I've I've grown up being aware of that accessibility side of websites, so I would never have coded in and made a font size, say, 12-point or pixels or whatever it would be, 
because I know that you wouldn't be able to change the size in your web browser, yeah? But I believe that even if you do that on a Kindle, I think, oh no, I'm not right and say no, it will actually hard code it in. There's obviously some things that strip out, like I think just say you hard code in a particular font. Again, with KD, is it, is it KDP 8, it's something like the Kindle Format 8, you, you can now upload your own font. So, but it's, it's really weird. It's, it, what's confusing is that it's the conflicting advice again. So I'm reading stuff on the KDP website, which is saying one thing. And I download the PDF um, Kindle Publishing Guide, and that says a different thing. And I think I got confused because the publishing guide is for if you're making your own EPUB file and you're doing it all from scratch. Now, when you upload to Kindle in KDP using HTML or a zip file or a doc, it does some sort of crunching for you. That's what I believe. I think if you just upload an EPUB file or even a mobby file, it doesn't do the same conversion because it's assumed you've done it. I could be completely wrong there, but that's my take on it at the moment. <clears throat> now, if you're listening to this going, I have not got a clue what he's talking about. This sounds scary. Well, it kind of is in a way, but perhaps I'm only worrying about it because I'm that kind of person. I've got a coding background, so I... I'm, wor- I'm not worried, but I'm thinking, what's going on under the hood? Is it, how is it all processing? And a lot of people who don't have that background wouldn't really worry. So all they're going to do is save their Word doc and upload it. But they're going to have lots of mistakes and problems. But if you Google, there's lots of people out there that have already trod this path before. And, you know, there's various different solutions out there. So yeah. on one hand, it's been amazing. But on the other, it's been like, oh, God, yet another computer system full of various conflicting advice, standards, ways to do it. Um, I mean, I do wonder sometimes whether, you know, people always talk about Amazon as though they're like communism. You know, it's like some sort of police state. But actually, they've let you have a lot of freedom. Um, and, And... because of that, you can really tie yourself up in knots. Um, but I, th- thankfully, over the last week or so, getting my head around it all, I've uh, I have managed to success successfully format a short story or two, and they look all right. Um, but you've just got to accept that you're never going to quite know where it's going to be read and what reader device. And you've just got to test it to your best of your abilities and make it look as good as you possibly can. And you can't do anything more than that. And you've just got to hope that your story carries it. It's, I suppose, coming from the world of print as well. Like for Beachy Books, I, I do enjoy designing books that are going to be printed. And my finished design is the one that the reader is going to read. Yeah. When you save that PDF, it is going to look like that. I suppose the only tolerances and little differences you might get are the paper and the colours. You know, individual different printing companies and printers. But you're pretty much sure that someone is going to consume your book in the way you absolutely intended it. Whereas an e-book, 
is perceived in a completely different way because the initial, um, you know, initial impressions and first impressions do make and do do last. Your first impression of an ebook all depends on the reader you're using, <laughs> the font size you've got set up, the colour of the background. Are you on sepia colour? Are you on black? And that's fab because the accessibility is wonderful and we're not all the same in the world. We don't all want to consume things in the same way. I mean, how inaccessible are books? You know, paper books, really. You know, why do you think there's large print versions or braille versions or, or audio books? So I haven't got a problem with that, with, with the uh, all the different formats. I'm just saying that it's it's a little bit more scary as a publisher um, trying to get the reader in the right frame of mind and to get the right impression of your work because you've you've got less control. The control is kind of in the hands of the the reader, which is fascinating, really. Anyway, I'll leave you with that. Books podcast presented by Philip Bell. Music by Dan O'Neill. <laughs>